Welcome back to Because We Love You, a podcast dedicated to helping you live a life of wellness. My name is Stacy, and this is my co-host, Jade. Hi, everyone. This week, we are talking about happiness, but more specifically, our habits of happiness that we can create. If you listened last week, you know our habits give us hope, right? There's hope in our habits. So if you find something that inspires you, please check out our show notes on our website and follow us on Instagram or Facebook. We would love to interact with you. Um, You can also watch on YouTube or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We've got all the ways. Welcome to Because We Love You, a podcast focused on helping you understand mental health, human wiring, faith, and wellness. We hope you feel empowered and inspired to make changes in your habits and lifestyle. This podcast is hosted by best friends and hardworking professionals. College professor Dr. Stacy Lepowski and physician assistant Jade Breback. Together, they invite you into this community to share encouragement and hope with one another. Why? Because Because we love love you. So today is part two of happiness. Here we are back in our happiness gear today. Um, How's your day going? Are you feeling happy, Jade? I'm so happy. So happy. I love that. I love it. Trying to be, right? Yeah? Yeah. And I'm happy because I feel like we have started to create habits. Yes, that make working me happy, on our happiness right? habits. Yeah. Because when we do that, we can create that deep-seated, meaningful definition that well-being that we've talked about is happiness. That's right. So if you missed last week, we'll do a quick recap, okay? You should go back and watch it because um, there was a lot of singing. So and there might be some today. It, <laughs> there might be more. Um, turns out singing makes us happy. Are you happy? <laughs> you too. I uh, saw you last you weekend. Makes me happy. Oh yeah, I, I, I am happy listening to country music. Um, so anyway, so as a quick review, um, we learned from our research that there are really three areas that contribute to happiness. One is genes, which accounts for estimates vary between about forty to fifty percent. Um, so maybe a little depressing, but other things we can control. About 10% or so is from life circumstances. So the good, the bad, just things that happen to the you. The day of the week. Yeah. Also kind of out of your control, right? But the good news is that 40% of happiness seems to be attributable to habits, daily activities, things that we can control. And so today that's going to be our focus. We hope that this is a happy episode for you um, because you'll learn some things that maybe you can just work into your daily patterns. Yes. So all of this information came from um, Greater Good Berkeley. Yes. You see Berkeley has the Greater Good um, Science Center, which has been so helpful to us Mm -hmm. as we've been um, looking through their stuff. And it's in your show notes. So if you want to go down that and look and and investigate, they've got lots of good content and things that can help you. Um, So we found that very interesting. They kind of gave six practical habits yes. that you can incorporate into your life yep. that can produce happiness and That's that right. they're linked to happiness. And again, this is over 50 years of research. So this is very encouraging. This is not just something that was like a quick study that yeah. over time and time again, when people 
decided, hey, I'm going to work on these six areas of our life, they were happier. Yeah. And what I love about this, before we jump into the six things, is that it really lines up with a lot of the things that we've talked about so far on Because We Love You. So if you've been following along and listening to the episodes, a lot of the things that we have brought up seem to be linked to happiness. So it'll be great to see them show up again. So it may feel repetitive, but I think it's a good reminder. And it might be that we see this as we go in deeper into a lot of topics here on Because We Love You, that it really boils down to five or six different things, which won't seem so overwhelming, right? Right. Because if we know that like, hey, these are the five things that we need to work on our life in our overall life to be more, to be be less anxious, to be less depressed, to be happier, sleep better. better. Yeah. So uh, to me, it was like an encouraging moment. It's yeah. like the, this is rhythms. We're seeing the rhythm of how we can live our yeah, best life. It's all coming and that's together. What that's what it. we're here for. That's what we're wanting. So the first one that um, habit that we should strive to create is paying attention. That's a good one. Um, I love it. Another way they talk about it um, at UC Berkeley is this idea of savoring the moment to savor. That sounds so good, right? And I've tried to be more intentional because I, I think that's what it's about, right, is being more intentional when you're in a moment and just recognition of the space you're in. And so I try to do that. Um, and maybe that's just a good thing we can do for each other just whenever we're in this moment that's so good. It's like stop and look around and how great is this right now? And even, you know, paying attention just makes me think like being present. But, you know, there, there it takes a moment to do that. So maybe yeah. the moment doesn't look very good at first. Maybe it doesn't mm-hmm. look good at all. But if we don't seize it, mm-hmm. then we can't make it better. And so I just think about being present and looking for the opportunity to act or to stay or yeah. to pause. Um, I spoke about this one time. It is it's like an element of like lingering. Like I just think that people who linger have a better time. You know, if the event ends at eight, um, then I'm probably not even close to thinking about leaving at eight. (laughs) Right. I'm like, I'm at least staying until nine, nine 30, 10 and who knows, but I just want to linger because I want to be good things happen. Yes. Yes. There's no programs. There's no plans. It's just, I'm paying attention. And and if you create that habit, so it may not come naturally to everyone, but, but if you create a habit of it and looking for that, like, no, this is the time to stay. Um, this is the time to savor that moment. We also at the um, beach sometimes, or when I'm with the kids, kids um they'll be like it'll be time to leave and yeah. we've done this with our kids sometimes yes. it'll be like they've been hellions yeah and but then it is time to leave and they're perfect but we're like we're savoring this, this moment. moment we're gonna yeah. be present we'll just, and if yeah. you create that a part of your life I think that you can yeah. have those moments of happiness so you don't view that engagement or that time as like all boring no because you had that ending savor yes <sighs> I love that and it's so funny you say that because now our husbands have learned that we do this so if we have an event like you know a small group or something for church or whatever we're doing our husbands know like if everyone else is leaving they are not leaving anytime soon like <laughs> we are gonna stay we're gonna bond we're gonna play with hair and snuggle and talk and I invite um, you to the linger. Yes, if you ever come to any of our events we want you to linger. Yes, Pay plan attention. Plan on staying late. Be present. Create that as a habit yes, in your I life. Yes, I love that. And some people do this more intentionally. It reminds me of like people who meditate a lot who are just very mindful in those ways. So there are other ways to work this in than if you're – 
maybe an introvert and you don't gain energy from being around people like we do, um, you know, maybe engaging in meditation. They find that mindful people um, have a stronger immune system response, which I thought was great, and show lower levels of um, anxiety and hostility. So I thought that was a cool finding. Um, so yeah, meditate, linger, savor, be intentional. Yeah, I so love good. it. I love it. I think number two on their list was something that we definitely talk a lot about is yeah. keeping our friends close. So yes. keep your friends close. So what does that mean to create a habit of keeping your friends close? Well, I think you have to work. Um, you know, our time, of course, is a valuable resource. And so I think you have to be willing to allow those people into those minutes. Like it really is just minutes because when you look at the research with quality of relationships like that, it's not about quantity. So as we've talked about before, I think in our connection episode or community episode, you don't need a ton of friends, but you need a couple of good people that can support you, can show up when the burden's too heavy, who you feel like you can cry when you're having a sad day, who you feel like will celebrate with you when you have the big wins. And it just takes time for those things to form, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm so thankful to people who have stuck stuck with it, with us, because sometimes we can be a lot. I know that might be surprising <laughs> to all of you, but we can be a lot to be around. We've had a lot of years and a lot of time together. And I think yeah. what we try and say to people is like, just like, just come, just spend time with us, linger. You just have to spend, it's minutes, right? Mm -hmm. And it's quality minutes with the people you love. And when we're so busy, that feels like something that we maybe don't have time for but as we talked about in the community episode like give yourself permission to build strong social bonds because it relates to everything else happiness yeah. anxiety sleep and I think it's important that maybe it's not every time you're just so motivated to do it um, yeah. but it's knowing that it is a habit and you know yep. that once you have that moment or you spend that time or you go to that event that you'll be glad you yeah. did. Um, and as we'll talk about later, it kind of establishes like a routine yeah. of that because you know, it'll, it will be worth it, but it, time is precious. Yes. We get it. And we, we still, I still battle and talk about it a lot. I'm like, you know, because I want that same thing with my children and I want yep. that same thing with my parents and I want that same thing with my um, brothers and sisters. And so, you know, and then it's like friends too. Right. Um, but friends are family. I mean, when you, when, when you keep them close, they are family That's and true. they can support you like that. So create those habits of yeah. keeping your friends close um, because when you're going through a lot and when you're going through good times, like yes. you want to have friends, like if you have the biggest success in your life, I don't want to celebrate by myself. Please yes. do not let me celebrate by myself. Bring I want to celebrate people. with the people in yep. my life. And when I'm crying yep. and when things are bad, I want to cry with yeah. the people in my life. And I think um, I like that you brought up about sticking with it and just showing up even when you don't feel like it because I think that this is something that people don't think of as a habit that they need to build into their lives like we have a group for example we meet on Wednesday nights and read a book or you know play volleyball just do different things in many weeks right we talked about this last night like most of us didn't want to show up because you're tired it's the middle of the week our kids have homework we haven't had dinner yet but we did and it was wonderful and we had fun and we connected and so it's like even in those moments when and you feel like I don't have time for this or the energy or I just can't do it today like just showing up is so important yeah yes yeah. yes so it, it, I think that when you see that we've seen that that's brought so much happiness yeah. and it's like I've got to create that I have to have that at least once a week I've got to have yep. some connectedness to a friend and I think we take it for granted 
but that's why we want to talk to you guys and we want to bring you in like do it. Do not yeah. make the work week just about nine to five and coming yeah. home. Oh my goodness. And saving it for the weekends. Yes, I used to be guilty no. of that. Like only have fun or be with friends on weekends. But I mean, your life is during the week too. So you just gotta, just gotta live it. Yeah. 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 And you will be happy for it. Yeah. Third one was exercise, which just come up again. And a lot of the things that we've talked about, but it's huge. Even Dr. Ross um, mentioned in an earlier episode about, um, treatments for anxiety that for people who have mild to moderate depression or anxiety, aerobics exercise can be as mm -hmm. effective as medication. So if you want to be happy, work out, right? Yeah. That's another thing. It's a habit though. It's hard to stick move, to. Move. And it's interesting that it is so hard to stick to because it does yeah. create such a reward pathway. Yes, um, it feels so I mean, good. I don't think anybody can say, I went for that walk or I did that thing and I felt terrible. Yeah. You know, yeah. they like you always feel yeah. better about yourself. You feel more confident. You feel more energized. You feel like a higher self-esteem. Yeah. All of those things. You're actually more efficient, efficient at working. Yeah. Like sometimes if I exercise and then I go to like do that paper or do, I'm, yeah. I'm like, boop, 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 boop. Because yes. your brain just fires better. So it's so interesting that somehow in that habit formation, we break that that connection and we can't mm -hmm. form that habit. Um, but even just talking about it so much has helped me because I think Stacey is much better at keeping that as a habit. Um, I try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you, you are. And yeah. I'm not as good. And I go through seasons um, yeah. of being better or not. But it, it's just this constant mm -hmm. reminder that even if maybe I don't do a lot. So I'm for the one. If you want to run five miles like Stacy did this morning, <laughs> there are people out there. And yeah. I that's amazing. But if you feel like you can't do that and you just need to walk two miles like me, join me yeah. on the walk. You know, yeah. um, but both of those um, mm -hmm. are extremely beneficial. Official. And Absolutely. I don't necessarily, I mean, maybe in calorie burning, they're different, but not right. in the habit of happiness and not in just, um, just that general well-being and of anxiety and depression and things that it can Yeah, cause. I think that's good. And just, you know, kind of like we said with friends, just show up, like just do something like I, you know, there are definitely days or even weeks where I do not want to run. My body hurts or I just don't feel up to it. I don't feel mentally strong mm -hmm. enough to do it. Um, so I'll, you know, I'll walk instead or do a yoga video or do something else. So it doesn't have to be the same thing all of the time, but have a have a few different things in your in your rotation that you enjoy and you know it's okay to take a break it is yeah it is and get back up again that's right as long as you get back to it that's right yeah. uh number four on their list um this one's a hard one so um but don't hold grudges mm. so if we want to be happy we've got to create a habit of not holding grudges yeah that's oh. tough forgiveness is hard because, you know, truly, I mean, people do terrible things, like, and probably sometimes don't deserve from, you know, your standpoint to be forgiven. Like, mm -hmm. and so. Yeah, I think it's important that we've done terrible things. Yeah, I true. Think, We've know, hurt people. I think back on people I've hurt or said or done. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to have that empathy of, yes, this has happened to me, but yeah. it's happening to others. Um, to me, it makes it a little bit easier to do the forgiving when I look back on the things that I've done and yes, like, that's good. Hope, prayed, asked mm. for that forgiveness. Yeah. Um, 
Um, so th- that does make it a little bit easier. But I personally think, and research leads to this too, that the faith and their spiritual walk mm-hmm. has a lot to do with happiness. Yeah. Over and over again, you'll see that recurring thing that people who who spend time in their faith and they pray and yeah. they worship and they gain strength in and um in a higher being God, um, that they are happier. And I think that that has a lot to even do with this principle of forgiveness. Um, because when we think about it, that's the ultimate forgiveness has been Christ Jesus and, um, what he has done for us. And so we're like, if he can forgive us, yeah. then how can we not Who are we like not how forgive? can we not forgive yeah and it doesn't mean you have to trust those people I was again say, or go yes. back. yeah this doesn't mean like you need to build a relationship with that person that that person needs to be in your circle but just not carrying that mm-hmm. although that's way easier said than done just not carrying that grudge um because that's gonna weigh yeah it's gonna weigh on you and probably if you're around me long enough you've heard this but like hurt people hurt people mm-hmm. and so sometimes when we're hurting we've hurt people yeah and then that's just like this trickle effect. So maybe viewing forgiveness or hurt from a different angle saying like, what happened to them that they were so mean to me? You know, um, it reminds me, my daughter came home from school a couple of weeks ago and, um, that particular day she had really dressed up. Like she had like picked out her outfit and, yeah. and she looked really pretty and looked really, really cute. And, but she came home and she doesn't do this often, but she was like, this girl told me how ugly I was and I know I'm gonna cry privately right now and I was like really and so immediately because I knew that she had like fixed up and made a special effort to feel pretty that day um it kind of hurt me I was like really like that's what she said and so we had this whole talk of and and I immediately knew I'm like that friend there was something there was some jealousy there was some hurt there was something that she was trying to get at Bella because one that should, that's never permissible to say that that's hurtful right. to anybody. I don't right. care what, it, but two, we knew that like, she had taken some special effort. And yeah. so, but, but ta- talking to your kids about that, not being mad at her, not right. being mean, not, not retaliating. But I thought, I'm like, well, wonder why she said that. Wonder why she was so hurt that she wanted to hurt people. And I think it gives us a different perspective and we don't hold on to that and she's not mean to her and that we're not mean to the people in our life but we're just like hey hey I'm gonna forgive you I'm gonna forgive you I'm gonna let this go Uh, yeah this connects great so one of the findings about forgiveness or dropping a grudge was that people who do not hold grudges tend to feel better about themselves Mm. right Mm. and so I mean I think that's a perfect example of that when you think of it that way and think well what was that person going through it's not about me right? It's not about me and how I look. It's about them and what they're going through. And that's just, you know, an empathetic way to process that. We try and work with that with our kids too all of the time because that's the, our impulse when someone hurts us Mm -hmm. is to hurt them back. And so what we say in our house is like, when someone's mean to you, it gives you a chance to be nice anyway, Mm -hmm. um, to be nice back. Right. And so trying to break that impulse early of like, you're mean, so I'm going to be mean back. And we all do that. But trying to stop in those moments and think like, well, you know, I can, and I think, you know, you've, I know you've told Bella that before, like when someone says something to you, compliment them, Mm -hmm. you know, even if they say something mean, say something nice to them. Well, I think you look pretty today, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's not easy. Right. But, um, ultimately it's good for us. Also teaching our kids and ourselves though, not to take abuse, whether it's verbal, because, um, you know, I've, I've had people or heard stories where they're just constantly forgiving and giving yeah. them a way out and an excuse. That's not permission to yeah, continually that's a great point. 
assault you or to tell you these things because that's what brainwashing is and and we see this and people will try to hold power over you by telling you you're not enough you're you're this you're that and you cannot let that that that's gain a seed into your heart into your life you have to stand up and say well I know who I am and not let that voice feed at all but not be mean because that doesn't do anything for anybody it just makes you more yeah just need to get out of that situation is the most important thing that that you know as we talked about that person doesn't need to be your person if that's how they they act but yeah because yeah. if you believe those things about about you you won't be happy yeah no. that will definitely be a happiness a happiness deterrent mm-hmm. if if yes. you're believing those things so yeah. um yeah. but this is one that we can this habit will be one that we all have to work on yes. and different hurts are different <laughs> I mean yeah it's a lot different with with levels you know it's a little bit easier when somebody says like a one-liner but um when they're deep when they're people who've been in your life for a long time Mm -hmm. when um, it's family things like that get complicated and that feels hard yeah just giving yourself permission to move on but you'll be happier for it yeah number five is one of my favorites kindness kindness practicing kindness I mean that makes perfect sense right that kindness and happiness go hand in hand we know that from you know from the time we grow up like helping other people we don't know why necessarily or don't put it together at first but it makes us feel so good being nice and and I think that we all kind of want to be kind yeah like like it's it's just hard to make it a habit um but you know because you just don't think about it some or we just get so we get so Mm -hmm. busy for for being kind or we forget but man doesn't it it just makes such a difference and it makes you feel I think this is the fastest one that makes you feel like as soon as you an immediate response yeah Yeah, and they show even practicing kindness lights up if you looked at brain activation same areas pleasure centers as food and sex so just being nice so there you go right (laughs) I just thought of something, and I don't even know if I should say it. Could I don't know, you? How many episodes are we in? <laughs> could you potentially? I like, know. I know what you're gonna say now. <laughs> could you potentially have a very good experience just from kindness? I think you could probably. If it Maybe. lights up the same brain, it's like, man, this was so good. I gave that person this, and and we helped. And we, oh. Yes. Maybe one day. That's an interesting question. The for... kindness that Because We Love You does <laughs> will bring about some of these great responses that we have wow. inferred today. Woo! We kept that. I feel vague. good. It was very vague. <laughs> Um, but do it let's create habits of kindness that's an and I like the idea of creating a culture of kindness because um I saw a quote the other day by Bob Goff who's um I would say like the love expert happiness expert right we love him so much um but he said be nice so that um or or I think it was don't be mean because then it makes being mean seem normal right and so we can do the opposite we can make being kind seem like the normal thing right the status quo being kind sounds awesome I totally agree with that and I think even if you don't agree with the person or even if you don't if you have different views it's not that I don't think kindness means that you tolerate or that you stand behind them a hundred percent or that you're their biggest supporter it doesn't mean any of those things it just means that you are kind and that you love them and that you want to be show the light of Jesus I think that so many even like Christians sometimes that I see they're like well I can't be kind to them or because it means I agree with their lifestyle or I agree with what they do I agree and I'm just like no I don't I don't think so at all I think that just just be kind 
Yes. This doesn't mean that you're taking any political stance or yeah. or whatnot. So yeah. the habits That's of good. kindness. Kindness. Be kind. The last one oh. we loved so much that we're going to dedicate a whole episode to it. So fun. It's gratitude. Yes. We gratitude. I'm, I'm very excited. I, I think it was inspired by Thanksgiving as well. Yes. And we were just thinking that. coming I mean, up. Yeah. It's just something that we, um, giving thanks is so yes. important. People are about to start their like November one a day, what I'm thankful for things on Facebook, which mm-hmm. I love to read and see. Yeah. And so I didn't, we didn't want to just give yeah. like two minutes to gratitude yeah. because man, there's so much information. Yes. There's so much research. Yes. And I think if we just even touch, touch a little bit of what gratitude means in our yeah. life, if we create a lifestyle, a habit of gratitude, mm-hmm. man, we'll be different for it. We'll be That's different. So we'll be good. more happy. Yeah. Um, researchers show that people who, um, you know, a common thing has been a gratitude journal that's kind of popped yeah. up and that's something we'd encourage you to do, but people who have those are happier. Um, so that's, you know, that's good. Also, they find, um, pretty strong evidence that writing a gratitude letter. So just writing mm-hmm. a thank you letter to someone that you feel like maybe you haven't properly thanked. So maybe it could be like looking back to a teacher or, a, a longtime friend that maybe you've lost touch with, just something like that, writing a letter just to say thank you to someone who's done something um, really boosts happiness. So, yeah. So, yeah. please check it out. Um, yeah. It'll be in a few weeks and you can learn more about gratitude. Yeah. So, let's review the six real quick because that's a lot to remember. Okay. So, number one was pay attention. Number two was to keep friends close. Mm-hmm. So, connecting with your circle. Number three, get moving, so exercise. Number four, forgiveness or dropping a grudge. Number five, practicing kindness. And then six, gratitude. Yes. So good. The six, habits of the six. Hopefully we can um, go along this journey with you because we've got to get better and do more of these habits. Um, So we were just kind of thinking, and it's like, but habits, how do we create them? Because we didn't want to leave anybody hanging and – and we wanted to learn more about like, okay, how, how do we yeah. how do realistically get into? get into a habit yes. of doing something? Because, you know, there's some people would say, oh, if you do something for 28 days in a row, it becomes yeah. a habit. But that's not necessarily true. It's, it's a lot in the brain. So yeah. um, we just kind of wanted to go over that. And so there's four phases to a habit. And um, so the first phase is like the cue. So that's like the brain. That's yeah. like the something that triggers, hey. I got to do this. Yeah. And the cue is very hard at first because there's nothing, because the cue always needs a reward. Yeah. It always needs something that tells yeah. us it's time to do this. So yeah. at first you don't have a reward. You only have yeah. the hope Or it could automatically be a sight or smell, could be a cue, but sometimes we need to create our own cues, especially if we think about some of this. So if we take kindness, for example, as one of our habits that we're trying to um, try to regularly practice. So one thing that we could do is just write yourself a note. Like I think, mm-hmm. you know, get your eyeliner or lipstick and write, be kind on your mirror or get a post-it note mm-hmm. and write, be kind and stick it on your steering wheel in the morning just as a cue. So yeah. It could be something natural that stands out, but sometimes we just have to create those cues. And I think at first you really do for things yeah. that don't come natural. There yeah, are some right. habits that just come natural, like when you brush your teeth. Yeah. Like, okay, it feels really good. Yeah. And you know it's going to help <laughs> your, your teeth not fall out. Yeah. So it's yeah. pretty easy to have that cue. But for, for the um, these at first, they're going to be a little bit harder. Like, yeah. forgive today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit harder to think yes. about. But <laughs> after the mind. cue comes the craving. Um, okay. And this is something that um, you ha- have to have the cue to initi- initiate the craving. 
craving. The yeah. craving's the wanting. Yeah. Um, it's the desire to, that that comes, and it's really easy when it's cookies. Yes. Um, but yes. it's not quite as easy when, when it's kindness it's or kindness something like that or something. Yeah. To do. So we have the cue, and then you know, seeing the cue sometimes hopefully will make you want to do it, especially after you've done it a few times and you realize how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, the, the hope. craving will come. Positive. I want to be kind, right? And then you go into the response, and that's the habit. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what you do, um, yeah. because all of these things take doing something. Yep. They don't. They won't just come about overnight. Yeah. It will take um, doing, taking the meal, you yeah, know, for kindness, right. or it will take complimenting. Yeah, the, saying the nice friend, thing, surprising someone you love, planning the party, yeah, um, taking the responsibilities, watching yep. someone's kids, yeah. um, for a night out. It will take the do. We're happy response. to be on the other side of your kindness if you want to watch our <laughs> children for us. <laughs> True that. <laughs> True that. The, then our most favorite part, the, um, phase four is the reward. Yeah. Right. Yep. The reward. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we, we know because science tells us that the reward of these things are happiness. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Feeling good. Um, also we just talked Joy. about even the way your body feels, right? The way your brain is activated. Your pleasure centers are all lit up. So meaningful, purposeful, yes. um, because a reward to be a reward has to satisfy you or mm. teach you. And I think yeah. that's, um, not everybody gets so that, that pleasure center elicited with teaching yeah. or learning something, but it's yeah. so interesting that those are the two things that rewards yeah. give you because when you learn something, it's just like, for me, it makes me so excited. Feels so good. Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah. that side note, but that's what I really wish our education system would like yeah. really prioritize because I think if we could get these kids, like I know something like I'm smarter, I'm, I've figured this out, then I think that um, education. Yeah. That a that's a rewarding part, right? Kind of the grade system has changed our motivation for work it's externally driven I want an A not like oh it just feels so good to learn something new yeah Yeah. that's a whole nother episode (laughs) we're gonna go into that we're definitely tackling that um but those are the four phases and then they need to happen over Mm -hmm. and over again the reward hopefully will now be the trigger for your cue yes um because your brain will be like I want that reward I want that reward I want to feel happy I want that we definitely get it um you know with the cookie we're like oh I want that warm ooey gooey chocolate chip yes. I really want one right now right now right now um that's our as soon as we leave here that's might cue. do it <laughs> um but one thing I want to say before as we wrap up here is thinking about all these habits one thing that I think can be dangerous and and Jade and I chatted about this a little bit as we were prepping this message is I think like sometimes the pursuit of happiness can make us unhappy like you know, there's so much pressure to try and be happy and to try and feel happy all the time and to find the things that make us happy, go on the next trip, you know, do all this stuff. And even thinking about these habits, which are all good things, if we become just so focused on creating and doing these things, like I have to exercise so I can be happy, I think that can actually make us unhappy, right? Because it feels like work and when um, we kind of had this feeling of like, is this dangerous in some way? And interestingly, the Greater Good um, Science Center talked about this Mm -hmm. and they actually recommend, they say, to pursue happiness indirectly. So we don't want you to leave today thinking like, I need to go and do the thing so I can be happy. But the recommendation is what we've talked about today. Like just build in patterns, just pick up habits that are positive and are naturally built into your life and that lead to happiness, Mm -hmm. right? But we can't focus on I'm just doing these things to be happy because then that makes us unhappy so it's a it's a weird thing 
Um, but I think that's the danger of thinking about these habits. I think in our last episode, we kind of talked about what people think mm-hmm. makes them happy. Yeah. And those were a lot of the things that directly make us happy. You know, a pretty face for five minutes. Yeah. Um, money for, you know, six weeks because yeah. we got the bonus and then we spent it all. Yep. Um, a age because we're young and healthy and we feel a lot better in our body, <laughs> AKA I'm 35, 36. Oh gosh. And don't exactly feel like a spring chicken, yeah. you know, but those are, we think that makes us happy because it's that direct happiness, but it's this indirect, it's yeah. this prioritizing, um, positivity. Yeah, that's good. And, and so, um, and that, that like, as we've learned that it's like, yeah, it's like, what are the things that create that reward center yeah. for sure, but that we prioritize them. Yep. And I kind of saw this illustrated, um, this morning, actually, I was on the way to school with, um, Bella and Blake. I was dropping them off and I was had happiness on my mind. Of yeah. course, I already had my happiness sweater on. <laughs> and, um, and, and so I was just thinking and I was like, Oh, I've got to play, let's play some music. Let's yeah. be happy. And so I put on be happy and clap along. If you feel like happiness <laughs> is the truth. Yeah, you're clapping right now. So we were playing that. So we were turning it up, and immediately, like, joy came on Blake's face, and she was back there, and she was like, oh, what do I do with this? Mommy usually does not dance and be this happy this early in the morning. We're usually (laughs) doing other things. And Bella was like, what's going on? You know, but all of a sudden, I'm like, come on, girls. And we just started clapping, and we were so happy, and we were singing these songs. And Blakely said, Mommy, you weird. (laughs) You can hear in her little voice, Mommy, you so weird. weird. and Bella, you know, she kind of wanted to turn it down as we were going through that like drive line. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Bella, no. And I cranked it up even louder. And you know how they're really responsible and they have great um, teachers at there, Colfax yeah. Elementary opening the door. So they open the door and immediately this guy's face changes. He's like, yeah, clap along. And he just starts <laughs> clapping. And then the lady down next to it hears the music yeah. and then the little boy. And it was just like. Yeah. I was like happy, happy, happy. Yeah. And it just created a different, it was, it was yeah. prioritizing positivity, yeah. but it was indirectly. Yeah. But I'm like, we've got to do those things more. Yeah. Like sing the song, do the thing. And it just illustrated our point. And I, I just felt so good. And I was like, those, that's how we um, have a happier life is making sure we don't miss those moments. Pay yes. attention when the moment comes yes. up and, um, prioritize it prioritize the positive things in your life yes I love that I feel so happy now you feel so happy yeah so happy do you feel happy tell us how happy you are and this week practice kindness do one thing do one thing do a kind thing or write a note put it on your steering wheel or on your mirror and send us a picture we want to see it tag us in it Yes. yes so this week work on your habits to happiness why Jade because, because we, we love you, you. You've been listening to the Because We Love You podcast. Join us next time for more encouragement and hope as we pursue a life of wellness together. Why? Because we love you.